Why Goldfinches Look Like the Sun This is a traditional Haudenosaunee story, as told by Mabel Powers in her 1917 book, Stories the Iroquois Tell Their Children. Today, with special guest performances by Ezra and Ethan Cotter, ages 7 and 5, respectively. It was some moons after Raccoon outwitted Fox, before they again met. Raccoon was scurrying by when Fox saw him. Now Fox had not forgotten the trick that Raccoon had played on him when he burned his mouth with what he thought was magic pawpaws. But in reality, it went by another name, Jack in the Pulpit, or to others, a fireball. So Fox began to chase after Raccoon. He was gaining and would have caught him had they not come to a tall pine tree. Raccoon quickly ran up the trunk and reached the tippy top of it. Try and get me up here, Fox, said Raccoon. There he would be safe, for the fox could not climb. The fox lay down on the soft pine needles and waited for Raccoon to come down. The fox lay down on the soft pine needles, just sitting there waiting for Raccoon to eventually come down. But Raccoon stayed up in the pine tree so long that Fox grew tired and sleepy. He began to close his eyes and thought he would just take a short nap. Raccoon watched until he saw that Fox was sound asleep. Raccoon had been sitting on the tree a long while, and when he tried to move, he noticed that his paws were very sticky. And then he smiled and said to himself, I know how to deal with Fox. Then he took in his mouth some of the sap from the pine tree. He ran down the trunk and quietly rubbed the pitch over the eyes of sleeping Fox. Shortly thereafter, Fox awoke with a jerk. He sprang up and tried to seize Raccoon. But, alas, he could no longer see what he was doing. The lids of his eyes were held fast with the pine tar. He could not open them. The raccoon laughed at Fox's plight and then ran away and left him, shouting back over his shoulder, Try and catch me now, Fox. Fox lay for some time under the tree. The pine gum, as it dried, held the lids of his eyes closer and closer shut. He thought he would never again see the sun. Some of the birds were singing nearby, and he called to them and told them of his plight. He asked if they would be so kind as to pick open his eyes. The birds discussed it among themselves and then flew off and told other birds, Come and help us, come and help us. Soon many of the little dark songsters flew back to where Fox was laying down. And then, peck, 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 went the little bills on the eyelids of the fox. Bit by bit, they carefully pecked away the pine tar. If one grew tired, another bird would come in and take its place as they stood on his snout. At last, Fox saw a small streak of light. Shortly thereafter, one of the eyelids was able to fly open. And then, shortly thereafter, another. The sun was shining, and the world looked so very beautiful to Fox as he opened both of his eyes. He was very grateful to the little birds for bringing him light and he told them that he would give them anything they asked for. The little birds talked among themselves and then looked back and said to Fox, We don't like dark feathers. 
We want to look like the sun. The fox looked around him and saw some beautiful sunflowers growing nearby. He took the petals and pressed them, grinding them into paint, and then with the tip of his tail as a brush, he began to paint the little dark birds like the sun. He thought that he would start by painting the bodies first, but the birds were so overcome with happiness before he could move on to the wings and tails and the top of their heads, and dozens of little birds darted away like streaks of sunshine, shouting as they went, Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. So happy and light of heart were the birds that they just could not wait for the fox to finish painting. And this is why goldfinches are yellow like the sun, and why they have black wings and tails, and why they move around with such joy, and why they never finish their song. The